let's start off with Cliff Schechter, best-selling author, ad writer for Joe Biden's presidential campaign in 2020. His 2020 Blue Amp action email list raised over 850000 for Democratic. If you're not watching the Blue Amp YouTube channel, you're just wrong. He has great takedowns. I post a lot of them on my page. Go get subscribed to it today. Cliff Schechter, kind enough today to join us to talk about some of the news in the world right now. Hey, Cliff. Hey, Matt. How are you, man? I'm doing well. Now, for everyone out there, Cliff and I had a preemptive to talk about our Twins and Yankees. And so I've decided, because I do love talking baseball, you are in Cincinnati. If there is a a team that I could see, they just need one or two things to happen, and all of a sudden they could be a serious threat— it's the Cincinnati Reds. They're not a bad team, but you're you were kind of alluding to the fact that generally what happens there is they trade off all their talent. Yeah, I mean the problem here is ownership. You know what I mean? It, it, it's it's a small or medium or whatever you want to call it market, uh, kind of like Minnesota. Yeah, let me try to speak English like Minneapolis is or Kansas City or Cleveland, and you know a lot of these other teams manage to make the playoffs at least all the time and even win some World Series or go to them. Um, and the problem here is, is you know, we've got, let's just say the son of the owner would remind you a lot of Don, Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> um, he, he, he dresses even worse. He wears, like, leisure suits, yeah. like, bright, like, almost turquoise, like, you know, like, uh, jackets. And, and, you know, at one point he said, if, you know, if you don't like our product, where are you, you going to go? What are you going to do? Everybody's like, wow. well, we'll go to the Bengals games because they win in FC Cincinnati right now and the great arts in town and, I mean, they just, they're, 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 you know, the father hasn't said much, but the son's a jerk and he's the general manager, of course. And the problem is that, you know, they've done this, they've gone through three cycles because I moved here excited because this is a baseball town. I mean, the Big Red Machine is one of the most historic teams of all, you know, well, one of the most historic teams. And the Reds historically have, you know, I think if you look at teams that won the most World Series, the Reds are something like, fourth or something in the in all baseball they, they're the oldest team 1869 baseball was started here so i mean you know the, 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 you should, if you were ever to come here and i should get you to do this on opening day Matt, mm-hmm. yeah it is like mardi gras it's like a, it's, it's almost like a holiday here a lot of places give people off if they don't they don't just they just don't show up there's a big parade and everybody celebrates it so you've got this great baseball town but the problem is every time they start getting to a point they did this about like two years ago and you know, let Nick Castellanos go over to Philly and let Jesse Winker go. And, you know, like they, they, they uh, you know, who's your top pitcher right now? Uh, 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 a guy by the name of Sonny Gray. Gray, Gray yeah, Sonny Gray, yeah. Yeah, you know where you got him from? You got him from the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, that's right. Um, we did, didn't we? <laughs> we did. Now that you did. mentioned it, you yes. There's been a fire, yes. a perpetual fire sale there, hasn't there? Isn't Tyler Molly on? Isn't Tyler Molly as well? Tyler Molly also yeah. is yeah. from the Reds. I was going to mention right. that, too. I mean, I mean, the problem is if they would hold on to these players, you know, like they could put together an amazing team. But every time they get to the point where they've got the right mix of youth and, like, guys that have been here for a bit – and they and they make the playoffs and maybe go to the lose in the first round or maybe make the second round and they look promising. Boom, yeah. everybody's gone. And so you're absolutely right. Like just the other day, the Triple A team, the the Louisville Bats, um, had one kid hit three home runs and another one hit for the cycle. And they're not even up on the on the major league team yet. Wow. You know, Jonathan India, who I built, you know, our second baseman's incredible. I think won the, if I remember correctly, won Rookie of the Year. You know, a year ago. Um, They've got some other Tyler Stevenson, the great, very good hitting catcher. Like their their center fielder, T.J. Friedel, you know, also I think he's got an over 800 OPS. 
they've got talent, you know, but right now they're under 500. They're hurting. And, and I should say on the pitching side, too, you know, they've got two great young pitchers. One of them, Hunter Green, you've probably heard of because he can throw the ball like 147 miles per hour. I mean, seriously, he can hit like 104, 105. It's crazy. Wow. You know, well, what if they still had Sonny Gray? Instead of having two guys pitching like that well, but the rest of their, their guys with above five ERAs, what if they still had Sonny Gray? What if they still had Tyler Molly? And that's, and that's the answer to your question. If they ever will hold on to the guys who, you know, and, and let a couple of young, awesome guys come up to join like a, a burgeoning, growing core, they could be a great team. Because you're right, they're not that many uh, guys away. But I just, I have no faith. Uh, I have no faith in ownership. That's the problem. He wears leisure suits in Cincinnati. Is he not Herb Tarlick then? <laughs> that's he, the- he may I mean, he's he's watched. He's probably still watching like WKRP. And that's how we're all we're all dressing these days. I mean, he's just. He, I can't use the words Jack Arse. Can I say that? Yeah, no, no, yeah, 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 Jackass. You can say Jackass. <laughs> total, I mean, he, he is the, the definition of Jackass. Okay, he's this young, spoiled, like rich, you know, guy who got everything, uh, you know, from where from from his family. Doesn't know what the hell he's doing with baseball. You know, just won't shut up and, and, and rubs everybody the wrong way, insults people, treats people horribly. That's who you got there. And, and that's, that's your problem because they could do really well. It's, it's you know, you got to be careful because it's starting to sound like a lot like Oakland and they're going to be in Vegas before too long here. Uh, I know. Well, and that's what this guy threatens with. And people complain, like, well, you know, I mean, what else are you going to do? We could move the team or whatever. It's like, I actually think, remember when the Browns were moved and, and the NFL stepped in and said, no, there will be a new Browns. I mean, if you move the oldest, the most historic team in baseball, they tried to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think there'd be such an uproar. I don't. I mean, I, maybe they could move the team and they bring a new Reds here, which I'd be fine with if somebody else owned it. <clears throat> you know, mm-hmm. I mean, these, these guys just—they're not willing to spend the money. They're not willing to do what it takes, and, and you know, to, to have a good team. And again, I get it. They're not the Yankees. They're not the Dodgers. They're not going to spend that kind of money. Not that the Yankees are doing so well these days either, but they're not going to spend that kind of money. But, like, you guys have found a way to make it work with the yeah. market size. You know, Cleveland has found a way to make it work. Kansas City won a World Series a decade or so less ago. I mean, it just means that you, you can't do it as often, but you can still do it if you build up intelligently. They don't do that. Uh, okay, we, we, we're down for all the people out there that want to hear politics. We're done with this, but... Speaking of spending wisely, uh, some people are getting a heck of an investment when it comes to uh, Clarence Thomas. Uh, okay, this—that's where you want to put your money. There, you uh, you return there. There's some return. I mean, okay, yeah. this is getting. As I said, it's beyond parody at this point. You've got a case yeah, I, where, where oh, you basically sorry, where just the, the the newest one today is. Okay, yesterday we heard his nephew's you know tuition was paid for by this weird dude down in Texas, and now we find out his wife. Uh, Jenny was basically they they were sh- they were shipping her money, but they were trying to keep it off the books, so they didn't realize that they were, they basically they were laundering it through exam- a nonprofit. I think the word the, the right word is laundering. Yes, yeah, it, Which, it's by just the as way, ugly. Is a crime that that that, that uh, Leonard Leo, the head of the Federalist Society, who should probably be in prison for all sorts of reasons. That's a crime. What he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, he, <sighs> I mean, I don't know where to begin and end. As you said, it's so absurd. I did a, I did a few things over at the YouTube channel, um, at C Schechter, folks, if you want to find the channel uh, when you go over to YouTube. But, you know, like I did a, a couple of things because I, I did a little commentary today that's going to go up tonight. Um, 
you know, because my uh, a partner of mine, the channel, interviewed um, the, the the Justin Elliott, who wrote the original piece for ProPublica mm-hmm. that exposed the first relation, you know, part of the relationship with with Clarence Thomas and and Harlan Crow, the the Hitler painting and Nazi yes. teapot collecting freak right wing. Why do all these right wingers besides? You know, wealthy right wingers, besides being wealthy and right wing, have to always turn out to be weirdo freaks. Right, exactly. I mean, they can't just be conservative. They have to be like, in any case, like this guy owns. I mean, you know, he. So yeah, you pointed it out, right? Paid for the the son. You know, the I guess adopted son. It was his great nephew. Doesn't matter. Treat him like a son. Paid for his his private school tuition. You know, uh, he ended up paying for for uh, their a five hundred thousand dollar vacation to Malaysia at one point. It's paid for for him to go on his super yacht, as it's referred to. Like, it paid for his mom's house so she wouldn't be stuck paying a mortgage because that would be terrible. And then you look at the way this guy's acted on the court, Clarence Thomas, this this arrogant, yeah, I'll say it, jackass, who has no compassion for anybody else. No, you know, just everybody in society who who got screwed by their circumstances, he has no compassion. Look at him. I mean, can I say whore, too? Because that might be another descriptor. <clears throat> I'm sorry. It's an adjective. We're using it as an adjective. <laughs> it's a, there you it's go. An, it's an English I mean, class, he, kids. He's, <laughs> he's just, I mean, he's, he, sorry. He, he's just, he's disgusting. And then there's Ginny Thomas, who, who has all these groups funded by right-wingers that try to overthrow our, our, our government. And then the, the, those cases end up in front of, oh, her husband. And now, as you just point out, we find out that Leonard Leo... You know, the head of the, the, the Federalist Society, who we just found out a couple of days ago, had brought in $1.6 billion in dark money to install these five justices. The first five, by the way, on the court, you know, five of the six in the court right now, besides Clarence Thomas, um, are, the, are, the, are the first five, the only five ever, to be installed by a minority of the voting public, as in presidents who could not win a majority. And so it's like, you know, they, they don't represent a majority view. They give us these crazy decisions, like in an individual right to own a firearm was laughed out of court by conservative justices for two centuries. Abortion rights was considered something that was a precedent that was binding under privacy. Voting rights, nobody, you know, thought that could happen until it did. Let's not get into Citizens United. I mean, they, they've, they've done everything in their power to undermine democratic principles. One person, one vote, you know, you know, separation of powers. They've destroyed this country, and they're all corrupt. And all I all I talked about there, you know, was Thomas, not Gorsuch's land deals with with you know the 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 uh, what do you call it? a partner at a corporate firm, and he just forgot to mention who it was who ends up in front of their court a lot. And you know, uh, what's his face, Justice Roberts' wife, who's out there like, I'm not going to be a lawyer anymore. I'm going to be a legal recruiter for big firms, and I'm sure they'll hire me to recruit lawyers, and it'll have nothing to do with the fact that they've got business before my husband. I mean, it's like, it's a joke. You can't find the right words for it. It's so ridiculous. You you brought up Roberts, and here's the interesting thing is I to a point I like Roberts. I think that he 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 kind of saw where things were going, and I think he knew where this was going to go well before everyone else did. That's why he always looked exasperated. That being said, I, I think that you know he himself has talked about the integrity of the court and the public perception of the court and the fact that you you can't lose faith in the Supreme Court, which is gone now. I, for the life of me, I mean, with the bounty of evidence, and maybe it's just self-preservation because as you brought up the you know, other issues, but the reality is with Thomas, it's it's beyond parody. I mean, you've got a guy, I mean, the guy, Harlan Crow bought all this land for him. And, oh, by the way, mom still lives on the property. And I'm sure that, that's never come up with any kind of Supreme Court case. You know, it's, it's stuff like this that is just, 
it, it, it's, it's embarrassing how clearly compromised Clarence Thomas is as a Supreme Court justice. And yet Tom, uh, Roberts, who, who seems to want to be sheriff on that, is seems to be reluctant to call him out. Yeah. Well, he's completely reluctant. He won't say anything. They won't institute. I mean, a court not having ethics rule, not having an ethical code they have to live by. I mean, I, I tell this story. You know, I was the, the, the communications director for the Ohio State Treasurer, you know, in, in, in 2009. And, um, you know, one of the five statewide elected officials here. And, you know, it's an office that, that obviously handles the money. A lot of banks want contracts with them for various things that they do. I was the comms director. I had nothing to do with any of those decisions, right? Mm-hmm. But a friend of mine who also happened to, to lobby for a variety of clients, and one of them was a bank that wanted business in the office, had tickets to the Columbus Clippers, who were then a triple-A team for the Yankees. They, now, they're now is it, that, it may be the Guardians now. They're no longer for the Yankees. But And so, uh, you know, offered me this ticket. It was $25. $25. And I had no say over what banks we chose. And, it was a tw- and they thought I'm going to be bought for 25 bucks. And I had to turn it down mm-hmm. because that was considered that would have been considered an ethics violation. The Thomases have accepted millions. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's it's absurd. It's absurd the things that people have actually gone to prison for, the kinds of campaign violations and whatever, whether Democrat or Republican. People have gone to prison and, and gotten all sorts of trouble for five thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, whatever. We're talking about somebody here where he's accepted millions, millions. He and his wife. And we, I, you know, to me, it's like the old rule when I was growing up in New York City, which was if you saw one cockroach, there were a hundred hiding. Yes. Right? I mean, I'm sorry. I bet we don't even know like the one one hundredth of it yet because these these guys are out there now. Every reporter is digging for this stuff. I promise you, there's more with Thomas. And before I, I shut up on this, I'll say quickly, Kavanaugh is every bit as bad. You know, we know also that came out in the last two weeks. I mean, oh my God, it's up and flying. That that what we knew. There's a sham of an investigation. Grassley, Senator Grassley shut down any Senate Judiciary investigation into the sexual harassment and assault, you know, accusations made against this guy by scores of women. There were over 4,000 called and they did. And we also, you know, so the sexual harassment and sexual assault stuff is there just like with Clarence Thomas. And we also still have no idea because no investigation was ever done. The guy had a $92,000 country club bill. Who paid it? He had a $200,000 in credit card debt. Who paid it? And he had a $1.2 million mortgage that magically disappeared. Who paid it? We don't know any of these things. So to me, not starting a massive investigation into both Kavanaugh and Thomas is a dereliction of duty. Mm -hmm. Gorsuch and Roberts and others have issues, and certainly issues worth thinking about investigating. But these two... I mean, you know, could there be more reasons to investigate these two than there are? Well, and we should point out Kavanaugh's whole his whole alibi was based on a kid. This is the FBI and the Republicans push this was based on it was another kid. That kid wasn't even in college at the time this happened. He was a senior in high school. And so the how in the heck the FBI and the Republicans pushed this forward. It clearly was a cover-up to get Kavanaugh on the bench. And, yeah, that's disgusting. I, I did want to take some time, though, if we can shift topics. Yesterday sure. was a, a glorious day. There was uh, you know, some convictions of the Proud Boys and the seditious conspiracy of yeah. the attack on the U.S. Capitol. Uh, I was concerned. I talked about this when this came down yesterday, and I said I, I was concerned that, considering it was taking so long, 
that they might walk. But the reality is, is these are such complicated crimes. Give credit to the jury. They did their due diligence, went through everything, every dotted, every I, crossed every T. And I think they had four out of the five they got on seditious conspiracy. The fifth one, they're still actually debating that. But needless to say, there yeah. are some people that are, the, the Proud Boys are going to go to jail for a while. And the main guy, Enrique Tar- <clears throat> excuse me, Tario, Tario yeah. his name correctly, who, by the way, Folks, all you do is Google, and you will find every prominent Republican from Ted Cruz to Lindsey Graham in pictures with this guy. Every one of them. Yes. <clears throat> Just hanging out with them. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, they can call themselves Proud Boys or Oath Keepers. They're Nazis. I mean, that's the, what they espouse, that ideology. And the seditious conspiracy is incredibly important. I mean, there's other charges there, you know, that, that obviously the DOJ and are, are looking at, because there are other many other crimes committed, like... Interrupting official business of Congress is a crime when they were trying to count the electoral votes. And, and you know, well, there's assault and there's you know, trespassing and there's probably 15 other things. But seditious conspiracy is the most important one. They had found this earlier with the Oath Keepers, too. By the way, they had an Oath Keeper who, a former staffer, too. Oh, right. Rand Paul, because, of course. Um, and, you know, and, and this is because this sets the precedent of seditious conspiracy. We can also call that what it is, treason was committed. They were attacking the United States government to overthrow our government. And they were being encouraged and led on by the coup plotting guy named Donald Trump and all and all these guys around him. And since then the, the recording came out of Ted Cruz talking to you know, that lunatic Maria Bartiroma, um, who I'm not sure her cerebral cortex is functioning anymore. Um, ah. and, and and you know, when he said to her that he was gonna try to come up with some fake commission to to you know, to overthrow I mean you know, there are traitors among us, yes, and not a few of them. There's many of them. And and it seems like what the, the mentality is, and it's interesting because a special counsel seems to be laser-focused on this stuff. We have to remind everyone, Trump, I think, knew he had one chance at this, and we have the story of him trying to grab the steering wheel in the Secret Service vehicle to turn the vehicle around, and the Secret Service basically telling the president, no, it's just way too risky, we are not going back there, and took him back to the, to the White House. And, you know, and that there clearly are a lot of people that are hoping that between the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys and these people that are seditious, uh, that, that have now been convicted, that that this will be enough, that they won't look at the the, the Josh Hawleys, they won't look at the Ted Cruz's, they won't look at the uh, Madison Hawthorns and the, the, uh, the, 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 the Marjorie Taylor Greens and the rest of them, who clearly, who clearly were part of this. If any other thing, it was there, they were there to slow the whole system down in case they had to. And we should not forget Lauren Boebert putting out actual detailed play-by-play of where Speaker Pelosi was the entire time to the, to the mob outside. Yes, and we should also never forget that the way the South, after the Civil War, um, tried to undermine not just Reconstruction, but any attempt, obviously— Towards, towards going to a future uh, of a united country where African-Americans were treated equally, as were all other people, was, uh, and, and to continue their conspiracy against the United States going, was to install people in key positions in government, in banking, in all sorts of places. A friend reminded me of that recently. There's some great books out there on this. That, 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 this was, that was their way of, of, in their hope, and they failed. They certainly succeeded in ending Reconstruction and causing misery Got, forgot, you know, untold probably millions, but they were not unable to break apart our government. But that's what they were, were trying to do long after the Civil War. So 
anybody doesn't think that like the, that some of these folks, you find out that Supreme Court justices are installed by, by treasonous billionaires, you don't think members of Congress are too, staff members of theirs, people in the bureaucracy and the different cabinet departments embedded in there, these, they're everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not a conspiracy. We know. <laughs> we know the people that were meeting at the hotel with Donald Trump. You named a bunch of them. Yeah. And we're talking about how to overthrow the government. And, and you know, voicemails left on the on a reporter's, you know, the, that day by that idiot Giuliani, you know, <laughs> by mistake, where he's trying to call Tommy Tuberville. And, I mean, like, there's so much evidence. And there's so many among – and, again, if you do not root them out, if you do not prosecute them, if they do not pay a price, it just encourages others to to do it in the future. It will be done again, absolutely. And I hope they that Roger Stone's another name we need to throw out there that needs to. Uh, and as a matter of fact, a lot of people think this these uh, conspiracy charges, these these guilty charges, might actually be the path to Roger Stone. Now, I don't think he'd ever turn on Trump, but he's in trouble if if all of a sudden these guys start to turn because he was that kind of. He sure seems like he was the contact person from the White House to these yep. extremist groups. So that's uh, interesting. Yeah, there. and to Assange, and, and you know when it came to the the Russia stuff and, and sharing you know the emails that were stolen. I mean, he. I, I hope he doesn't share anything because I want him to spend the rest of his life in prison. It there will be, nice. be plenty of stuff on Trump from from numerous other sources. Let Roger Stone keep his stupid mouth shut and sit in prison the rest of his life. That that's fine by me. Cliff, uh, who do the Yankees? Who, who do the Yankees have this weekend? Oh God, uh, um, we've got a break right now, and I think we've got Tampa coming up. Oh, so that oh, could go well. oh gosh, you got to be Tampa. We got we're at we're at Cleveland, so I'm I'm kind of hoping this is our first look at the 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 Twins versus the Guardians, and it'll be interesting if they can take two out of three. I think the Twins are gonna. This is already over in the Central. I think it will be. So we'll have to I see. Mean, yeah, the Central, like you guys are good, and some of those teams are are scarily not good. Oh so. God. Detroit, Kansas City. Yeah, it's we we're we're not looking that bad right now. Cliff Schechter, once again, uh, the Blue Amp Strategy YouTube channel. If you are not following that, if you're not subscribed, you are just wrong. I'll link to that a little bit later on. Cliff, as always, a pleasure. Thank you very much for the time. My pleasure. Thanks, buddy. Have a great weekend. You too, sir.